Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. Tons to get to. Bottom of this hour is going to be Representative District 22 Representative, great state of Texas, Troy Nails. He, he's the guy who says the Capitol Police are targeting him. He says that Nancy Pelosi's up to something, up to no good. And we break that story down, and you get more information from our interview than you've had, you probably have seen on any social media, on any big media site, because they're going to give him 30 seconds or maybe one tweet. He's saying that they're going after him, and, and I want to figure out why that is. So we've got him for you coming up. We've also got the story of um, if you're in the elite, you don't have to follow the rules that are put in place by other elites. And we'll give you a stark example of that. On your Thursday, I'm feeling all right. Uh huh. Carrie, how you doing? You good? I'm great. You are great. I agree. Polo, you doing well? Look at him. Yeah, is he here? Yes. No, that's how you move. Monica's in for Sam. All right, let's go. Every night I have. We have a PAX party. Somebody's in big trouble. I don't know if you watch Twitter at all, Carrie, but somebody's in big trouble. No, what's going on? You didn't see? No. No, Let's just I say Brad is more a fan of mine today than yours. Oh, no, Brad. Oh, yes. What the heck? You've lost Brad. Oh, that's so disappointing. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Put it up. Sing along. Took the key. Feeling all right. Come on. I'm not feeling too good myself. Come on, man. Do some harmony. Yes, sir. Feeling all right. That's how we do on a Thursday. It's almost Friday. The weekend's almost here, so we try to let our hair down a little bit. Don't look my hair all down. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever tried to do that? Relax. Oh, uh, yeah. Hair down. Oh, yeah. No, hey, listen, man. Up. I had a mullet. I had a mullet big time. You did? Business in the front, party in the back. Man, we didn't have a mullet. I want to see that picture. Mm, I think that we've burned all those pictures, mm-hmm. to be honest. Let me go to the Twitters because Jenny. this one was really jumping out of me. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. Crack Pack Parody. Very, very good. Play it again. <laughs> Happy birthday to Mrs. Pags. The lady must be a saint. And how old is Carrie? <laughs> that's from, Br- that's that. from Brad. Yeah. Brad, play it again. Brad, I'm oh, yeah. so disappointed. Yep. Oh, well, Brad obviously has a good ear. I mean, he doesn't have a very good taste otherwise, but he's got a wow. good ear. Wow. Hey, what? that's not What's very nice about me at all. What did you think I said? I, was talking, what, I heard what you said. Everybody heard what you said. I know what, what he said. likes to eat. Millions of people. I don't why think are you, you were. We are so self-centered. We're not. But you thought that was somehow <laughs> all about, about me. You? Yeah, on, I did man. think that. I know. It was crazy. All right. So Polo gave me an idea. This is what I normally do. And lately, this is what I've been doing because a lot of you guys and gals out there won't stop sending me, do convoy. Do the Do convoy. To the, to the Canadian uh, truckers thing. Come on, do Convoy. Mm. Carrie, I've gotten 15 of those. Sure I don't know have. the song Convoy well enough, so I went and listened to it, and there's not a whole lot of meat there. There really isn't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, what do I do with that? I, I don't know. I Canadian Convoy. I mean, what, what do I do? So I get it. It makes sense. Dell went down to Georgia. People have backed off of that one a little bit. Good. A lot of people telling me to use cocaine for Ukraine, which I did eight years ago. Um, so I might revitalize that one for Ukraine, uh, Eric Clapton's cocaine. Was that Eric Clapton or was that Cream? I think it was Eric Clapton. Sure. It was Clapton, but he was in Cream. So I'm not sure I it whether was it was Clapton him or the group. 
Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. I can, I can redo that one, but please stop sending me convoy. I just don't think there's enough meat in the bones on that one. <laughs> I do want to do something for the truckers, and I'll do that as we go. But I normally I'll put this out. The crack pipe story obviously was parody. I mean, that was just a parody written by itself. You had to do something with that. I actually consider, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. You think this one was bad. I considered doing Michael Jackson's bad. Oh, now that might have been funny. Crack. Wow. Crack is crack. I would have liked to have heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, that was a consideration. But I didn't go there. I decided to do this one. And um, hold on, let me get my picture ready. Here's the weirdest part. Mm -hmm. I got a um a call from actually it was it was more of a, a tweeter. A text or an email. I got something from Foreigner. And they were like, listen, if you're what? available. No, what? you show me that. You show me that tweet that? that they reached I'm out to you. My, that's my private stuff. <laughs> Get off my stuff, woman. <laughs> nobody believes that Foreigner reached out <laughs> to you. Talking about? No. So this one was suggested by Polo. It's, um, it's based on mm. Jukebox Hero. This is Crack Pipe Zero. Everybody listening to that. The chorus part is very complicated. You're welcome. <laughs> Whole number sunk with his head hung low. First year stunk, nowhere to go. Then he said out loud, I can't come back. Let's hit black neighborhoods, help them smoke crack. No, not cigars or cigarettes. 30 million large, Joe's not gonna rest. Hunter said that it's fun to smoke him some rock. Saw it on his hard drive, doing it round the clock. Not building bars, but bringing in bands. He got confused, had a whack plan. He went too far. This one's really low Pushing peeps to smoke crack Told them all where to go Bridge me, let's go Reward you for rocking I don't need the dudes Come on, keep rocking Doesn't care if it ruins you and you Joey's the crack pipe zero Cartels love this food He's a crack pipe zero Man, he's a dude he took big dollars, rose druggies to groove. He's a crack pipe zero, what a stupid move. He's a crack pipe zero. <laughs> Cartels love this fool. Crack pipe zero, man, what a tool. Come on, Carrie, how do you write it better than that? You're loving yourself some of this parody I'm loving today. that. I love that song. I think, okay. I, I, think I, I, I completely... Just brought it, man. Been brought in. Mm. I'm like, if I were just listening, I'm like, damn, how'd that guy do that? <laughs> oh, um, wow. Somebody okay. just had a great idea. Eastbound and Down. I love the Smokey and the Bandit song. Ooh, that might work for one. the truckers. Oh. That's a great song, isn't it? I do like that one. You know the song love. I'm talking about? Paul, yeah, you know that song, right? Movie. I love of that. Course. It's a pretty good song. I mean, maybe yep. you... I want to honor the truckers somehow. I'm not going to use Convoy because the word Convoy is in it. But, Am I wrong? That song is just kind of boring, isn't it? I think so. I haven't heard that song in years, but I do know what you're talking about. Yes, Polo. But would you really be honoring them by butchering that song? Because <laughs> I'm sure that's like the trucker's like theme or anthem. 
I was thinking the first line could be eastbound and down. Polo's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all know this man just loves to hate. I mean, that's the whole first line, isn't it? Come on, I'm not going to butcher this song, Polo. Come on, give me a break. I, you, out of all the 300 that I've done, you don't like any of them? None there, of them. There's been a couple. The one, the one, you know, the biggest compliment I've ever gotten from Polo is there wasn't as much Pagsy in that one. <laughs> that, that's the biggest compliment I've ever gotten from this man okay. in 17 years. Uh, I think one time I said you got all the notes right. <laughs> you got all the notes right. Well, on this one today, I got all the notes right. You just don't like it. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was a little too wordy on, on some of the parts. Like it just, it, the phrasing just didn't seem to fit. It's just me. Sorry. Hey. Hey, if you're in the chat room, give me a one if you loved it. Damn. Give me a two if you agree with Polo. Damn. And by the way, get the hell out if you give me a two. <laughs> you can't <laughs> say that. You're asking what, are, what are you talking about? I can say it. It's my chat room. Do whatever I want. Wow. Eastbound and down. Rolling up and trucking. Those Canadians trucking. Look at those Canucks. They're all lined up. See, I, I can say um, Canuck that... and then rhyme it with like the, 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 the complete uh, the word. Uh-huh. No? Uh, I wouldn't do that. Mm. Got a long way to go. Justin Trudeau's a jerk face. I, it, I'm telling you. <laughs> It writes itself. It writes itself. I'll probably have it tomorrow now. It now more musical. Happen. Before I ask uh, any of the other staff, Monica, how'd you like that song? <laughs> no, she's got nothing you know, for me. You know I love that song. I, I was rocking out to it. Rocking out. She was rocking out. That's all I need to hear. The rest of the staff just uh, gets in line. They agree. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. nobody. Okay, one person said two. All right, Cam Dog, get out. You're out. All right. Hold on. Just I'm just going honest. through to see if anybody gave me else. Give me a honesty. two. Uh, two, uh, JB0B2, get the hell out. Okay, you're gone. Uh, hold on, I'm just going through. I'm just going to call them out <laughs> right now. so mean. There are no other twos here. Hmm. Um, because uh, I just start on. banning asses. I don't care. I just start banning people. <laughs> they're probably scared Ooh. now. <laughs> no, they're not scared. Come on, they know I'm just playing around. I'll kick you out. I'm not so mm-hmm. uh, It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Rules for thee, but not for me. Oh, by the way, if you want to comment on the parody, uh, do me a favor, just stop by the website and click on Watch Now. Comment in the web, in the, uh, I keep saying webcam room, because it's what it used to be in the Twitch room. You could also just write me an email. Scroll down to the bottom, click on, on Contact. That email comes right to me. You can go to Twitter and let me know what you thought about it on there as well. But Carrie, rules for thee, but not for me. It turns out Hollywood doesn't have to do anything the rest of us are forced to do. Fill me in. From the Hollywood Reporter, the Oscars will be back at the Dolby Theater on March 27th. Less than a year after the pandemic forced Hollywood's biggest night to be held as a scaled-down affair at Los Angeles's Union Station with strict COVID testing requirements. In the time since, safe and free COVID vaccines have become widely available and mandated for everything from dining out to attending sporting events. But The Hollywood Reporter has learned the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is planning not to mandate proof of vaccination in order to attend this year's ceremony. Instead, it intends to require a negative PCR test or a negative rapid antigen test on the day of the event. The Academy, which requires its own employees to be vaccinated, declined to comment for this piece. With its position on vaccinations, the organization's technically adhering to the latest minimum requirements from the Los Angeles Department of Health. But the other major award shows that preceded are not opening their doors to anyone who is not vaccinated. A spokesman for the SAG Awards, which will be held February 27th, referred uh, the Hollywood Reporter to the COVID protocols listed on the organization's website. All ticketed attendees will be required to show proof of vaccination plus booster shot, a proof of negative lab-based COVID-19 PCR test within 48 hours of event, and negative antigen rapid test the day of the event. So let me ask you this. In your educated opinion, I really, I really want to know the answer. Look, mm-hmm. obviously, you can't tell good music from bad. That's fine. They're not true. But having said that, let's talk about this story specifically. What do you think happened? 
Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a scenario, and I wonder if you if you agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. There is some big, huge name star that they're not telling us who it is. Who, who said, said I'm not I'm not showing you a vaccination exactly. passport? That's and exactly. And they changed all the rules. Do you think that's what happened? I think that is what happened. Yeah. Or maybe a couple of them got together and say, you know what? If you're going to require us to do this, we will not be coming to the show. Now, I'm not going to watch the SAG Awards or the Oscars. I haven't watched them in a long, long time. But for those of you who do Star Watch and you do watch that stuff, watch the SAG Awards. See who's there or who is not there, who's missing, like very obviously. And then that person, he or she, is suddenly at the Oscars. <laughs> That's probably who, who raised the stink, right? I would say yes. Because you've yep. got to be vaccinated and prove it at SAG. You don't have to. And, and keep in mind, none of them are going to be wearing masks. No. Because remember, if it's a Hollywood production, if it's a film or television production, so for some reason, they're exempt from having to wear masks. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You, Napoleon, you, you watch the, the TMZ and all that, all that crap. I mean, do you agree that there's some big star that said, I'm not going if you, if you make me show a, a vaccination passport? Probably. I mean, I could definitely see that being the case. Who's big enough, do you think, who might be up for an award? Because they like the people who win to be there. Because I haven't watched any movies all year. I have no idea who's even up. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Could it it be like a direct, could it be a Steven Spielberg who says, I'm not going to go if you make me show it? Now, Steven Spielberg is nominated, actually, this year. That could be it. He's a pretty big name. You know, he's not playing over here. I'm just saying. I mean, there's something there. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Again, rules for thee, not for me. I'm not surprised by this, but who do you think it might be? We could speculate a little bit. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. I appreciate you taking the time. So what do you think? Hollywood says, yeah, you know, if it's a production for a movie or a TV show, you don't have to wear masks. And in fact, if you go to the Oscars, we're not going to require a vaccine passport. But if you do anything else, you have to have a vaccine passport. So the elite of the elite is going to get a pass. They're going to get a pass. So if they're safe by not having proof of vaccination... Why aren't we all safe by not having proof of vaccination? Yeah, that's the question I've got here. Let me go to uh, to Kansas. It's going to be Kai in Kansas. Hi, Kai. What's going on? Yeah, no, I, uh, it's definitely a matter of control. They uh, want us all trapped to poverty. They want us all worshiping the top elites, the people who we see in our media, our TV shows, our films as God. They, it, it's pretty simple. Keep the, pop, keep the main populace oppressed and have a small minority of people to look up to. They're living the good life. They're living normal lives while the rest of us are trapped with masks being forced to either take the jab or get canned. Right. It's ridiculous. It is. Everybody's sick of it. It's not even just in the U.S. It's Canada, U.K., worldwide. Everybody's had enough. I could not agree with you more, Kai. And it actually reminds me, Carrie, you saw The Matrix, right? No. And I don't mean the new one, the original one. I never saw it. Whoa, whoa. Don't you judge me. My show haven't seen the Matrix. I, I haven't. 
Whoa. I love Keanu Reeves, but I never saw Whoa. The well, the, during the whole movie, he goes, dude, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He was actually very good in Matrix uh, compared to like, uh, you know, um, who, what was the one? Bill A Walk in the heads. Clouds or something where he was like, the oh. whole movie was, dude, I love you. It was just horrible. <laughs> now, Paula, you obviously have seen The Matrix. Yes. This whole thing reminds me of the guy, I can't think of his name, who the character was. It was Joe Palantiano, whatever the hell his name is, big, long Italian. Joe Pantoliano. Joey Pantoliano, exactly right. Yes. Joey Pants. So, so he's on there. He, by the way, was uh, was the, the killer pimp from from, uh, Stur- uh, for, from uh, uh, the, the first Tom Cruise movie. You really noticed who he was. What Risky the hell business. was that called? Risky Business. He was, who was it, Rico the killer pimp? Was it Rico? I think so. I think his name was Rico for some reason. So uh, so Joey Pants, Joe Pantoliano, decides he's going to to leave the Rebels, and he wants to be put back into the grid, he wants to be put back into the Matrix. And he's sitting there eating steak that he knows wasn't there, and he says, I know this isn't here, but it's okay. It tastes delicious. It's unbelievable. And keep in mind, uh, if I give you this information, I want to come back as the biggest star with all the privileges. That's kind of what we're looking at today. You know the scene I'm talking about, right? Where he he like tells them yeah. the location yeah. of the rebels. Right. That's what he did. He's like, I don't care. I don't care what the minions get. I don't care if you kill the rebels. I don't care if these underlings get what I just want to be the biggest star. I want to get the most notoriety. I want to be famous. I want to have all the money I want. And that's really what I see happening in real society today. It is. I see people in our society saying, I don't care how oppressed they are. I don't care how repressed they are. I don't care how bad their lives are. Give them free crack pipes. Give them, I mean, I'm going down a list of what North Carolina says they're handing out in this safe smoking kit. It's disgusting. Lubed and unlubed condoms. I mean, it's, it's, the whole thing is ridiculous. So I'm looking at it, and I know that the elites are going, who cares? Those are the underlying. Those people don't matter. I matter. And if anybody suggests to them that they don't matter, They'll make a big stink and say, no, 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 you need to realize how much I matter. And it's way more than you and your family. It just reminds me of that scene in that movie. It really does. Let me go to Jackie in uh, in Oklahoma. Jackie, talk to me. I've got a, about a minute and a half for you. Let's go. Hey, you remember me from last night? I was talking to you about uh, mask mandates in academia, how we uh, have teacher-facing mandates. Okay, so we spoke with the, the dean of the teaching hospital today um we just got out of a meeting with him he pretty much just said that he made this mandate um based on emails from clients stating they wouldn't bring their pets to us because they have mask man we don't have a mask mandate he had emails from parents of students stating they were so upset that we don't have a mask mandate um and then on the other flip side in the other breath he would say oh i didn't make this i had to go through hr i had to go through osu legal um he said that he that OSU Legal spoke with our attorney general to figure out how to um, interpret the executive order that they're citing, um, which the attorney general did not speak with him. We've already sat down and spoke with the attorney general of Oklahoma. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, at this point in time, uh, he said that corrective action will be taken as the next step. So we have um, three chances to be written up, and on the fourth, we're fired for not wearing a mask. Well, and that I, uh... be uh, day one. I, I would find that to be not very legal. I would I would get a hold of the attorney general's office myself, not wait for them to do it. I would get a hold of the governor's office myself, well, we not wait for them to do it, and and, and you get guidance yeah, from them because again, your your patients are are dogs and cats, right? Correct. So I, I've I've got to run here, but Jackie, keep updating me and keep emailing me. I want to know what's happening with this because people need to take a stand, and you're trying to, and I hope that you're successful in taking that stand. When we come back, Troy nails. He says the Capitol Police and Nancy Pelosi are up to no good. You'll hear it all when we come back.
Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. District 22 Republican, the great state of Texas. It is Troy Nails. Troy, how are you? Good to see you again. Good to be with you, Joe. God bless you, brother. Well, God, God bless, bless you bless back. You. Uh, the former Fort Bend County Sheriff, and we appreciate the work you're doing in Washington now. It turns out, now I don't know what your problem is, Troy. The Capitol Police were just l- looking out for your office. Uh, this this whole thing blew up a couple of days ago. Um, and uh, you've got people from Marjorie Taylor Greene and others out there saying the Capitol Police is spying on Republican representatives, and they're talking about what happened to you. Just break it down like I haven't heard anything. What exactly went on? Well, what we just, well, I'll just say this. Uh, <clears throat> the deep state is alive and well in Washington, D.C. And the, this is what the Capitol Police are making. They're claiming that uh, that my office door was found wide open on a Saturday afternoon. And one of their patrol officers walked in there to check to make sure that there was no one inside the room inside my office that shouldn't be there. And I told Chief Manger, the Capitol Police Chief, I said, I have no issues with that. I understand. Make sure that nobody should be in there that shouldn't be there. Yeah. I'm agreeing with that. But then the, when the officer started going around and started snooping through my papers and looking on my whiteboard, and then he determined that there were things on my whiteboard that he found to be suspicious, he takes a picture of it with his phone and then sends it to a command center who then forwards it to a special agent who then forwards it to another supervisor in the intelligence agency wow. who then has three goons knocking on my door a couple of days later questioning one of my staff about the language and the content on that board. Let, That's a no-no. And, and uh, again, Troy, I love that you laid it out like that. Now we have the basis. Now let's start asking some questions about it and figure out how we got here. It's Troy Nails, District 22 Republican, Great State of Texas. Um, the Capitol Police finding your door wide open. I've seen the video that you posted. That, that's kind of impossible. So how did, what explanation did they give? Did they say it was propped open? Because your door automatically closes. Oh, I made it very clear when I had a conversation with the chief of police. I said, Chief, clarify for me. Was the door ajar or was it unlocked? He said it was wide open. W-I-D-E, wide open. And that's what he claims in the report. So I said to myself, how could that really happen? The door is wide open. So I produced a video that said, our door doesn't just hang open. Right. You can open it and it closes on its own. So I don't necessarily agree uh, and I question whether they found my door wide open. And, and of course, it's important to note that you're a former sheriff, so you know how to investigate crimes, investigate, uh, you know, breaking and entering and so on. Um, did they, again, did they say it was propped open or did he just want you to believe that it was wide open? And again, there's a perfect video. Go, go to Troy Nail's um, uh, Twitter right now. There's a perfect video showing. It doesn't matter how wide you open the door, it's going to close by itself. Yes. It doesn't say anything in the report. The officer says he found the door wide open. He doesn't say it was propped open. There was a door jam there. He doesn't say any of that. And what's interesting, I'm also trying to get with the, the Capitol uh, Police that de- or the, uh, the house that deals with the superintendent that deals with cleaning crews. Yeah. And trying to get whether they were in my office the night prior cleaning and could have left the door open. But they are not cooperating with me, Joe. 
I've asked them questions about could they have been in my office the night before? Could they have left the door open? And they had they don't even they responded to my letter, but they're not answering my questions. So they're not cooperating with me. District 22 Republican, the great state of Texas, Troy Nails, uh, says that the Capitol Police went into his office, just started doing stuff, which is very odd. Uh, Troy, generally speaking, when everybody leaves the office, is it locked? Yes, and, and our office was, uh, the employees left at 5 p.m. on that Friday afternoon, and we weren't there on the weekend. We didn't show up Saturday. The police find my door, apparently find my door open at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon, wide open. So I, I don't know how that door just ended up wide open, right. but if I can't get any cooperation from the superintendent that deals with cleaning crews... I don't know. I have a I have a lot of questions the, the, that need the, to be answered. The cleaning crew can get in there. We've made that. I mean, obviously they can. Um, mm-hmm. do, do the Capitol Police have have keys to your doors too? Oh yes, but they would have to sign those keys out. So the house superintendent, they have those keys, and when the cleaning crew goes into the members' offices and cleans them, and they usually do it in the evening time, they have to sign out for the keys, and then they return the keys. So there should be a a key log as to who was in my office cleaning my office that week, specifically that Friday night, but I'm not getting any cooperation. They're not going to tell me who was in my office, who cleaned my office, what time they cleaned my office. It just, it stinks. I don't, I don't know why they're trying. I think transparency is what we need here, but they're not willing to talk to me about it. Nails.house.gov, and it's nehls.house.gov. It's Troy Nails, District 22, Republican, great state of Texas. So um, just so those who are watching and listening understand completely, who is the ultimate person in charge of the Capitol Police? Oh, it's Nancy Pelosi, and she lied to the American people yesterday. She said she had no power over the U.S. Capitol Police. Come on, Nancy, that is so ridiculous. You know that's not true. She's trying to just, what she wants to do is she wants to punt punt the football. She doesn't want to have any involvement in this. She may have just Chief Manger hanging out there dangling on his own. But no, she oversees the Capitol Police, I can assure you, because what she's done now is she has weaponized it. She has used the Capitol Police as her own intelligence agency and went after members of Congress like me and others that have been very, very vocal critics of January 6th the leadership of the Capitol Police, the death of Ashley Babbitt. I mean, I've been all over this thing for the last 12 months, and they're trying to silence me and destroy me. It would be good for Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police for you to shut up. I mean, I get that. Uh, and, and I think people watching and listening get that as well. Troy, what did they say they saw on your whiteboard that was so offensive they had to take a picture of it? Was it something that you and your staff actually put on the board, or was it something you feel they added to the board? No, it's the stuff that we put on the board, no question about it. And that whiteboard is used by my office. It's a large board. It's a couple feet by a couple feet. And I put all my legislative priorities on that board. And that's what we were doing. And there was a couple words on that board that that said body armor. Yeah. And matter of fact, there was another word on there that said Chinese body armor. Because right. what we're doing is we are drafting legislation to make sure that America does not buy body armor from China. Joe, we're buying body armor from China. What the hell are we doing? Well, we're buying so body I'm, armor so from I'm China. Legislation, right? To say that we shouldn't buy body armor from China. And then below that, there was a little map, a hand-drawn map of the Rayburn Building with an X on it. And the agents that came to my office, these secret squirrels, came to my office and confronted my employee. They said, "What's this drawing for? What's this X?" And my employee looked at him and said, "You got to be kidding." 
The X is there. It's the Rayburn building because we were showing an intern where the damn ice machine was in the Rayburn building. Wow. Because the building I'm in, which is Longworth, the ice machine was broken. Yeah, but, but Troy, here's the bottom line. They have no right to even ask you that. They have no right to ask you what's on your whiteboard in your office that shouldn't have been open, that they shouldn't have been rummaging around in. Now, look, look, if they walked in and found a bale of marijuana, I get it. That's not what happened here. They're making assumptions off of what's on a, 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 a member of Congress's whiteboard uh, in a door in an office that they shouldn't have been in. This whole thing is so sketchy. It, it, it bothers me. Troy, in your heart of hearts, do you think they were trying to scare you, trying to tell you we're watching you? You, you better watch your step nails. What do you think they were doing? Well, I find it, you know, just this, this isn't by accidents. I mean, coincidence, give me a break. I've been so vocal, Joe, about January 6th. I've been so vocal and critical about the uh, the death of Ashley Babbitt and that investigation wrapping up so quickly where they didn't even take Lieutenant Byrd, who killed Ashley Babbitt, quite honestly murdered her. They didn't even take that to the grand jury. So, no, Nancy Pelosi and and they all know that I'm an old lawman that's been a sheriff for eight years and, and Leader McCarthy asking me to be on the select committee because I know a little bit about law enforcement and January 6th was a law enforcement failure. So I'm exposing these failures. We can't get on the select committee because Nancy rejects us. So I think Benny Thompson and them are out there right now to destroy Donald Trump. We're not out. They're not out there to seek the truth as to why January 6th took place. They're out there to go after Steve Bannon, Mark Meadows and Trump to make sure he doesn't come back in 2024. So now I feel it's incumbent upon me to expose and tell the American people the truth about January 6th, and that's exactly what I'm doing. And I appreciate you doing that. It's Representative Troy Nails. He's a District 22 Republican, great state of Texas, former Fort Bend uh, County Sheriff, and, and did a great job there. I love that you're in law enforcement, and they're so dumb to think that you couldn't you know, figure out what it is that looks like is going on here. One quick note on Ashley Babbitt, though, and I'm not a law enforcement guy, but I, I've got relatives who are, and I, of course I examine and I study everything that I possibly can to gain in, uh, information. I watched four angles of her being shot. I watched all four angles. There were Capitol Police officers within a foot and a half of her. Right there, marked jackets that said police that could have stopped this five-foot-nothing, 100-pound woman from jumping up on a, on, a, on a door. Easily, they could have put her in handcuffs or zip ties or anything to subdue her. Is there any reason, as a former sheriff, as a human being, as an American, that you can think of why this guy pulls the trigger? Troy, do you think it was an accident? Do you think he did it on purpose? Because there was nothing she was doing that was putting his life in threat. Without question. It was murder. It was murder is what it was. And when you look at all the video, and there's a lot of video, but you had some knuckleheads in there, uh, and you saw those Capitol Police officers at those doors, and there were knuckleheads in there using their fists to break the glass, using some helmet to break the glass. They didn't even uh, harm the Capitol Police officers that were there in uniform. Ashley Babbitt didn't assault anybody. She didn't beat up on anybody. She didn't have anything in her hands to assault law enforcement. So she went up through that window. She did not know that Lieutenant Byrd was over there hiding in a corner that had a gun at her. She wouldn't never jump through the window if she knew there was a gun drawn. But you're right. I think Lieutenant Byrd, he got a little nervous. He overreacted. If you watch his video or his interview with Lester Holt, yeah. he said that he couldn't he couldn't even determine whether it was a male or female. He couldn't see her hands. He didn't know if she had a weapon. I'll guarantee you this, Joe Pegs. Last summer, if there would have been an officer that would have killed one of those rioters that we had last summer that didn't have a weapon, nothing but a backpack, 
that officer would have been indicted within hours and we'd probably still have cities burning today. No, I agree with you, Troy. And, and what, what bothers me about it is, you're right, Bird should have seen all the Capitol Police officers that were around her. She was easy to subdue. I'm not law enforcement, but I'm a pretty big guy. I could have subdued her in two seconds. So I'm not really sure why he thought pulling the trigger was the right move. But here's a guy, and you probably already know this, that was written up several years ago for leaving his gun in a bathroom. This guy is not a very good officer. That That's by his own history and by his own file. So the, the idea that you blow this off and he did what he had to do to protect the Capitol is BS. You and I both know it. I'm almost out of time, Troy, but I've got to ask you i've got to switch gears completely as a sheriff as an american as somebody who loves this country is there any sense that you can make out of joe biden deciding to spend 30 million dollars to give clean crack pipes and syringes to those who are using illicit drugs in our cities is there anything positive that can come out for our cities for the president to demand that happen I don't get it. I don't know how he thinks that it's going to make smoking crack safer. Listen, I worked in a community in Fort Bend County. It was the crack capital of Houston, Richmond, Texas. And I tell you, Joe, people that are hooked on crack will do anything to anyone to get crack cocaine. So I don't know what he thinks he's going to do by handing out crack pipes. I think it's an absolute disaster. This president does not, he's not concerned about people on crack cocaine, Joe, because we would then start fighting the drug epidemic that we have in this country. Secure the southern border, Joe. Secure the southern border. We got meth coming in, killing more people than car crashes. So you're not really concerned about the drug problems we have in this country because you would start holding China accountable. That's where the meth is coming, the fentanyl coming in, and secure the damn southern border. My goodness gracious. This is so easy. This is so easy. It is. It's extremely easy. But on the turn of events, the left is trying to say that you guys voted to defund the police in in saying no to the stupid, uh, you know, $1.9 trillion boondoggle that he had in place. Uh, Troy, there was nothing in that bill whatsoever. And and people have done file searches on this, word searches that said police or funding or or, uh, police departments, nothing or law enforcement. Those weren't mentioned. There was some money going back to communities where they could have used it for police, but there is not one Republican that has ever said, let's defund the police. That was solely a left push, and now they're pretending that it wasn't. Oh, they're also unmasking us now in this and election year. Uh, Last question for sure. Is all of this that we're seeing, all of this contradiction, all of this stuff where they're pretending that they stand for something that they don't stand for, uh, they're unmasking us now in big cities, is that only because it's an election year, Troy? I believe so. And, and, you know, Joe looks at the 33%. The Democrats own the defund the police movement. The American people, I don't care what color you are, they support the police. If you're an African-American out there, you want the police in your neighborhood because you realize your neighborhood needs it the most. Yes. If you look at the crime in Chicago, blacks are killing blacks each and every day, each and every weekend. So the people that they try to pander to and work with, they're the ones that need police more than anyone. So they own the the defund the police movement. The Republican Party is about law and order. Donald Trump was about law and order. And now all of a sudden we got midterms coming in. He's got a 33% approval rating and we're going to get the house back in 2022. The American people are, yeah, they're, they're speaking up loud and clear. Well, they are. They're making it very clear. His approval ratings suck. His disapproval ratings are exactly what you said. Uh, And the bottom line is they're going to try to hang whatever they can on Republicans. What you just said is verifiably true. And it's going to be a bloodbath political in November, I hope anyway. Please update, keep us updated on what's going on with this Capitol Police uh, investigation, getting into your office somehow, taking pictures of stuff and trying to scare you. We're not going to back down on that one, Troy. Please keep us updated, okay? 
Get the police to release the picture. Chief Manger, release the photo. The American people want to see it. I want to see what was so suspicious and such a threatening. Release the photo, Chief. District 22 Republican, great state of Texas, Troy Nails. Troy, thanks a million. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. All right, God bless. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Got to like getting the straight skinny from Troy Nails. He says that Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police could be targeting him. And really incredible information there. I'll put that interview up on Rumble later. All my interviews and parodies go up on Rumble. Rumble Rumble.com or download the Rumble app and look for Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Time for a quick email here. Paul says, this is kind of embarrassing to be honest. I loved Crack Pipe Loser. You nailed it. I thought I was listening to The Foreigner live. That's amazing. Oh, what? seriously. Well, it's, it's almost 7 no, it's o'clock. People are having cocktails. And, oh, yeah. I, look at this. Got a sponsor to talk about here. But, Paul, listen, I hear you. I get it. Um, no extra charge because you thought it was actually what, Paul? You put your earphones on for what? What? Well, it just goes to show the guy got the name wrong. It's Crack Pipe Zero. Oh, did he say hero? He said loser. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, you did. He said loser. Yeah, so he that might... email doesn't count. Damn it. That shows, that shows how little he pays attention. So. <laughs> Yo, Paul, I, Paul, I knew nice. he had something because he put those headphones on quick, man. All right, let me tell you about, um, um, what, what is this? Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. That's what it is. Stamps.com has been a sponsor for a while because it knows that a lot of people are jumping into the fray when it comes to online selling. A lot of people are going, okay, I want to do some online selling. Then you've got to figure out how to ship it out. You don't want to sort of wait for the mailman to come and what do you do, buy a bunch of postage up front or you go to the actual post office, wait in line there, maybe figure out what the social distancing rules are and it could be hours and time is money. Why not have it all right there conveniently at the computer where you happen to be, whether it's at your home, your home office, your actual office, whatever it happens to be. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been helping out people like you. So get discounts you can't afford anywhere else. Don't wait in those lines. Get up to 40% off on USPS rates, 76% off of UPS when you go to Stamps.com. Save time and money right now. Go to Stamps.com. Use my special promo code, PAGS, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter my code, PAGS, right now. Oh, if you missed that that PAGS parody, it's one of the best ever. Um, it is? What? It is? Crack pipe. Well, let's just put Zero, it Zero, not loser. Don't need to hear it again in the third hour. Yeah, I, I should have edited that before I said it. We'll have it again next hour. <laughs> Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.